Back in the summer of 2010, Alex Sue's career as a lawyer was off to a fantastic start. A recent graduate of Northwestern's Pritzker School of Law, Sue already had a job offer with Sullivan and Cromwell, the Wall Street law firm. He was also in the running for a prestigious federal clerkship. The only obstacle that remained in his path was the New York bar exam. When I first walked out of that exam room, I did not feel good about it. And the thing is that a lot of my friends who also took the bar exam, they didn't feel good about it as well. And we were told from a lot of people who've taken it in the past, everyone feels like they didn't pass, but you'll probably be fine. Um, You know, people would say things like, if you went to a good school, if you got a good LSAT score, don't worry about it, you're probably okay. So that was in July of 2010. After taking a month off, Sue packed up his things and moved to New York to start his job in the litigation group at Sullivan and Cromwell. The bar exam, little more than an unpleasant afterthought. I was about a month in at Sullivan and Cromwell, and I remember right when the results came out, I, I had an office mate. You know, in New York, in big law, everyone shares offices, and you know, he and I got close, and we were just talking. And then it was a Friday afternoon, um, and I was like, "Oh my God, bar results are out." thinking like we're going to celebrate it's friday um my girlfriend who is uh, now my wife she was going to be in town um because we had a long distance relationship so i was so really excited about the weekend open up i open up the email and it it does not immediately i knew something was wrong because um when i opened the the attachment that first line just jumped out at me it said you are hereby notified that you did not pass the New York State Bar Examination. And so my heart, everything just dropped. Like, I felt like I had this narrative of my life where I, I had been, you know, I struggled as a student young when I was younger. Um, I didn't think I would do well in law, but I, I did well in law school and I thought I had turned everything around. So when I, when I received this news, I was like, all right, I'm being exposed. I, I think I realized that uh, maybe law is not for me and, and this bar exam has exposed me. Oh, that sounds just awful. So after the initial shock, were you thinking, okay, I'll just take the test again? Was it any consolation that there are lots of stories of famous attorneys who failed the bar exam? Um, I thought I was screwed. I, I thought it was, it was over because if you kind of Google successful lawyers who, who failed the bar exam, you get a list of celebrities and politicians. So you don't, what you don't get are, are judges and you know, um, well-known practicing attorneys. How did Sullivan and Cromwell take it? Were they understanding? So I took the weekend to myself um, to kind of absorb what happened. And then on Monday, I immediately told the bosses, the, you know, all the people I work with uh, about the news. Everyone was very kind about it. And, and the firm said, don't worry about it. You'll get them the next time. Just, you know, do what you need to do. Um, and there's an interesting wrinkle to this story that uh, at the time I was in the process of applying for a federal clerkship. So um, federal clerkships are very difficult to get. Um, They're often reserved for the top students at the top schools. And so even with my credentials, I didn't think I would have a chance, but um, for one reason or another, I I got into the interview process with a newly appointed judge. And I thought, well, this is like terrible timing because I've now got to tell him that that I failed the bar exam. So that call was even harder. I can't even imagine how difficult that call must have been. 
Okay, so before we trigger the lawyers in our audience anymore, we should just tell people what happened. So, so after that happened, I ended up passing the, the New York bar exam the second time. Uh, I was actually studying at nights and weekends while I was clerking. Uh, the judge uh, was very supportive. My co-clerks were very supportive. I mean, everyone knew there, but I passed the second time. I returned to New York to the firm. Um, for a lot of reasons, that job didn't work out for me. And then um, my girlfriend at the time, who again is now my wife, she received, she got a job in, in California. So I moved to California. And so I was, I moved to California four years out of law school and I thought to myself, my God, I got to do this again. Like, I now have to take the California bar. So that created a lot of stress too. And by the time I learned that I had passed the California bar, I was five years out of law school and I felt like this bar thing was just killing me. Like, it, it really, I felt like it, it, it's, it, it hurt a lot of my career development. The fact that I needed to move to a new state and take a new bar exam meant that, you know, finding a, a job was hard. Uh, when I found the job, there were a lot of things I couldn't do. And so uh, it was very frustrating. And between that and also understanding like what you do as a litigator, I realized that maybe I should try something different. And, and so, you know, my sixth year-ish out of law school, I, that's when I decided to leave the practice of law, go into legal tech to do uh, sales and business development. So these days you are the head of community development at Ironclad, a legal tech startup. You're also a bit of a TikTok star. In fact, one of the things you've posted about recently was your experience with failing the bar exam. So with so much stigma attached to the bar, why did you decide to share your story? Yeah, some even would say it's not a stigma. It's an accurate statement that if you can't pass the bar, you're going to struggle in practice. Um, you know, when I, when I heard what, what the firm said, what the judge said, like I felt good, but at the same time, I felt like they were just being nice. And, you know, maybe they thought, hey, this guy is, might be a decent lawyer, but, but he's not going to be outstanding. Um, I felt that way too. And so I don't know if you know this, Adam, but, but I never talked about this. Like I, I remember thinking that I, I couldn't hang out with people, not because like I needed to study, but because I didn't want to, I didn't want people to know. Um, I wanted to keep it only within a certain limited group of people. And that maybe one day after I passed, I would just kind of, you know, pretend it never happened, I guess. Um, and, you know, the reason why I've, I've since then gone public with it is just because I, I've left that world. I'm in legal tech. I thought, well, it doesn't matter anymore. That's why I shared it. And I, I realized that that's why you only hear stories from politicians and celebrities, because for those people, it doesn't matter. But if you are, say, a, you know, chair of the appellate group at a big law firm and you fail the bar the first, first time, you're not going to want to share that, which is why it was so powerful for me when, when I saw the DMs and the, and the messages, like people who had these backgrounds who were telling me that they had this experience. And even now, you know, a lot of people don't want to talk about it. I think a lot of successful lawyers ended up doing successfully what I wanted to do, which is have a great career and just pretend it never happened. So, so I think the stigma does exist. I think that it doesn't help that people don't talk about it publicly. Alex Sue is the head of community development at Ironclad. He's also on Twitter and TikTok, and you should definitely follow him. He's really funny. <laughs> 